podcast i am your co-host bradford barth and i'm your host stephanie kretz stephanie i'd ask you how your week's been but i heard about yesterday yeah yesterday i made you postpone the podcast because i was having such a bad day it was a crisis amongst crises well it wasn't well yeah there was a crisis but it really was because i had a day-long editorial meeting and my voice i still a little still a little hoarse today still a little hoarse. why the long face um still you should have been like nay we will not make this joke (laughs) (laughs) i'm not that quick Uh, it's been a long week not that quick it's been a long week she says but yeah i was in an all-day editorial meeting where you know i was very attentive and talking lots of discussion and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. lots of things getting Mm -hmm. solved and done and i'm sure i know exactly what was going on what? No, yes. These are not the photographs of Spider-Man I asked for. <laughs> yeah, I had that Where, all, all day. I don't know how I can do a, a hitting pound? sound with my microphone. Where are my photos of Spider-Man? Yeah, that was the whole meeting. Yep. Where are my photos of Spider-Man? Did you bring me any? I do not have any. I apologize. <sighs> Terrible. It was a very busy week for me. I didn't have a chance to go out and do my amateur <laughs> photography of New York superheroes. Fine, fine. I, ha- I had to golf on Wednesday. I mean, <sighs> okay. And get this beautiful, luscious red tan. Your sunburn. <laughs> <laughs> it's a red tan. A re- sorry, a red tan. Yes, that's how you know it's a communist tan. <laughs> I'm red scared of it. You should be. You know who likes it? Who? Red, Red Butler. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> so he's so cute right now. Yep. She's like a... She's sprawled out on her back. It's adorable. A fuzzy breathing pillow. <laughs> She's just like, Stephanie, when will you clean up your entire apartment and put it back to normal? Mm, probably. <laughs> You're like... <laughs> Give me a couple more after- days. After the ritual's over. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> Fires tend to take care of a lot of things. <laughs> Listen to the air conditioner. Oh, God, it's so loud. Okay. It is. Now it's going off. It startles me. Um, but yeah, Dragon Con prep. How's your prep going, Brad? Yeah, I've been doing a lot of in-brain thinking. <laughs> oh, great. You kind, of, you kind of told me people are excited about something that I joked about, and now I'm kind of feeling <laughs> the pressure to actually make it. You don't actually have to make it. But now I kind but of you, want to because you, you made people excited about it. Well, because you were like, I'm thinking about doing this thing because I was like, I feel so crazy making this thing. And you're like, no, it would be crazy if I did this. And I was like, oh, my God, you should do that. And then you told people. And then I did tell people. And then they're like, no way. And first it's Missy with, yeah, he's got to do it. Uh-huh. And now people I don't even know, I've got to do <laughs> all it. All my ladies. All the ladies. All the, la- all the black women. And then ladies. last recording episode, I made a joke about what it would be like to cosplay in that, mm-hmm. which was epic. Yeah, it would be so funny for you to do it. It would be so funny. <laughs> just wandering eyes, uh-huh. not moving. Uh-huh. Being able to hit up shop and just sit there and look around while, while, 
you go through a range of emotions. <laughs> Many emotions. I think I might uh, have to... Uh, if you can pull it off by Thursday, go for it. Go, hey, Mom, how bored are you this weekend? <laughs> Want to help me figure out a bear? <laughs> <laughs> and then she'll remind me she's not good at these things. And I'll be like, but you know techniques more than I do, so you can help me take my vision mm-hmm. and turn it into a, a doable concept. Yeah. So I'm going to try, Stephanie. I wish you well. How's Thanos? Thanos is probably taking a back burner to this. Oh, okay. Because I haven't even bothered to stone the thing yet. Oh, yeah. And then today I'm like, I could do Thanos still, but I have to... I would... Since I never stopped at the shop to get things, the special effects shop, mm-hmm. I can't do it the other way because I do not have uh, silicone. Oh. Where I could just make a sleeve mold of it instead of trying to do the stone thing. Right. And then do the outer shell over that, which would be a lot easier. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Crazy. Plus this. You I don't f- want to shave your beard? No. The sunburn. Oh. Well, with, I mean, that will be over in a week. With face glue. Not the good one. Not the... Yeah. Uh, not... not Whatever. You're still not going to have a sunburn, though, in five days. Those things fade in, like, two or three days. You think so? Yeah. Man, now my face feels weird. <laughs> it'll go. It'll be gone soon. <laughs> but, yeah. We'll, we'll see. see. I mean, no, no one will know until after Dragon I mean, Con. I'm wearing everything except for the face right now for Thanos. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> do you like it? Yeah, beautiful. In a good cosplay? So good. All I do need to do is be purple and bald. <laughs> with a nailed it with a I don't know a washboard chin mm-hmm. the old style that you ball do your chin. clothes on no oh, washboard it's not, <laughs> a, it's not a ball chin kind of, kind, of a, kind of a ball chin it's not no watch Rick and Morty you'll see a true ball chinian I don't want to watch Rick and Morty he has an old washboard chin so when everybody had dirty laundry, they'd say, hey, Thanos, can we borrow <laughs> your chin? And then they'd rub their clothes on his face with mm-hmm. soap. And That's that why would... he wanted to have the population, because he was sick of all the laundry of favors. all the laundry favors, yeah. Mm. He's like, look, I, I, you know, I don't mind helping you, but, <clears throat> hold on, <laughs> my chin is not a washboard. <laughs> this is why I must get the Infinity Stones. <laughs> And get rid of half of you. There's too much laundry. I'm inevitable. (laughs) I am tired. (laughs) I am Iron Man. No. (laughs) Don't remind me of the terrible things that happened. Should we just jump in to other terrible things? I hate that part. Um... Although there's really not many terrible things this week. No, this was kind of a fun episode. Well, I mean, there was a couple fun things. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. Why don't you start us off, meathead? But I was going to say, um, we were, we're not recording next week, so you won't know for sure what, dra- what Brad completes for DragonCon. It's true. So you can just... Yes, next week we will not have an episode because... I know I'm traveling on Thursday, as you are probably. Yes, in the morning. And then I will be in the morning too, huh? 
Oh, what time are you getting in the airport? I get to the airport at... What time do I get to the airport? Oh, my God. When are you going to be at the airport? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I'll tell you. Oh, my God. Oh, that's right. It doesn't let me put a thing on here. I have to actually open up the app. Goodness gracious. My flight... I have to look at my phone probably, so it'll unlock. Let's see. Uh, leaves at 8.20 a.m.? <gasps> Mine's at 8.30. Out of Midway? Oh, no. I'm at O'Hare. <laughs> Sad. Yeah, I'm flying out of Midway at 8.20. What time do you land? 11-something? 11 11.15. Nice. I think I landed at 11.20. So we'll probably, like, land at, like, the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Or like five minutes apart. Yeah, more like five minutes apart. <laughs> I don't remember actually when mine is when I actually land. And then, um, and then, uh, when are you leaving on Monday? Five thirty or something. Uh, leaving a little earlier than you at four ten. Mm. <laughs> hey everyone, here's our travel itinerary. <laughs> going back to O'Hare, or are you going to? I'm going to O'Hare. Yeah. You didn't like the midway flight last time. It wasn't that. It was just what was cheapest and what had the best times for me personally. Oh, that's pretty cool. Cause I got my fl- my round trip was a hundred dollars. Oh, how long ago did you book that? Um, this says May twenty eighth. Wow, mine's not that cheap. I do, I usually do American. I like them the best. But I also get free bags. Mm. I'm sending stuff with Taylor and Nico. So. Yeah, you're lucky. Hey. You have pack mules. I do. When are they hitting the road? Wednesday morning. And they're going to stop midway somewhere? And no, they have a, they're going to try to be there by Wednesday night, I think. It's a haul. I I've know. I've done it. I told them. Twice. I told them. Okay, anyway. If you want to follow our insanity of DragonCon, follow me on Instagram at Steph plus Verb. And don't follow me. I'll post pictures of Brad, probably. Because I... <laughs> Always forget to take out my phone. But you can follow him on Twitter. You may, you still don't do anything on Twitter. Not really. Yeah. I rant every now You're and again. You're bad at social media. I am. <laughs> I'm more social than social media. <laughs> See? So funny. I like the human aspect of it. Yeah. But this week. I don't. We're going back to the OB. <laughs> OB. You down with OBB? <laughs> You an OGOB fan? Uh, yes. Okay. It's, this is season two, episode six. So if you have not listened to season one through season two, episode <laughs> five, go back, go and back do that. to the beginning. <laughs> uh, and good luck. Yeah, we'll see you in several hours, 13 <laughs> hours, maybe. Um, this week is called, uh, I don't remember, it doesn't matter, season two, episode six. <laughs> wow. It's, it's on the schedule part, I don't feel like opening it. Yeah, I read the title, I, you know. To hound nature something or another. Anyway, last time. We all like to know how nature's hounded. <laughs> Sarah and Helena are now buds working together. Well, Sestras, to be more accurate. And... Helena knows where this guy, Ethan Duncan, is, who is Rachel's dad and also their creator. So they want to track him down. So they're going to hound nature in her wandering ways. 
<laughs> That's the name of the episode. In her wanderings. To hound nature in her wanderings. How beautiful. It's a lovely title. Yes. Yes, indeed. It'll probably be in your fun facts somewhere where that comes from. No, I didn't see one of those. Uh, it might be on IMDb, though. I didn't look up. I only looked up my blog. So anyway, Sistras. Um, and they're camping. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now I'm remembering. <laughs> I watched this two days ago. And I I'm just like, watched how did this episode go? An hour ago. <laughs> That's how behind I was this week. Because I, e- I was too exhausted to even do my homework last night. Mm-hmm. So they, so yeah, Sarah and Helena are going camping. Well, they're not going camping. They are camping because they're on a road trip to find Ethan Duncan, Rachel's dad slash. The swan dude. Swan man. Swan man, yeah. Yes. So yeah, Helena and Sarah are camping. Uh, Helena's eating some beans (laughs) as usual. I mean, not really as usual. She's just eating, which is usual for her. No, but that helps me with the later thing that's going to happen. If it is in fact beans. It is beans. Well, then this, the thing that happens. Beans, beans, the magical fruit. Yep. The more you eat, the more you toot. The more you toot, the better you feel. So uh, eat your beans at every meal, yes. Stephanie. That's how it finishes. Sarah refused to eat the beans. Right. Because they weren't cooked. Yeah, it's gross. I don't eat beans in general. I think they're gross. That's really? just me. Wow. Yeah, I don't like them. It's a texture thing. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I don't like it. You're the second person I know that has texture problems. Yeah, I have a lot of texture issues with food. <laughs> uh, Helena won't tell her where Swan Man is because she doesn't want Sarah to abandon her. She thinks that if she tells her, she'll just run off and go deal with it without her. She's probably got good reasons for that. Yeah. I mean, she stabbed her with Rivar. <laughs> she shot her. <laughs> but also, Helena was trying to kill her for a long time also. Yeah, well, I don't think the second time she was trying to kill her. You know, just their birth mother. I don't know, they had a knockdown drag out, man. Well, it's because Sarah was upset. And then she's like, boom, you're dead. She, I feel like Helena was like gonna, she wanted to kill her, but I don't think she could because of their connection. Okay. I think that was what was going on. Uh, anyway, Helena kind of wonders, asks Sarah if she could have babies too because they're twins and Sarah was able to have Kira. Mm-hmm. Sarah wants to know what the Prolethians did to her, but Helena, she's kind of like, doesn't want to talk about it. She doesn't know, really. She said she had a fever, and that's all she remembers. She tells Sarah that Kira's lucky and that she's a good mother, but this is, you know, Sarah's constant issue where she doesn't think so. Right. And then Helena tries to cheer her up and makes a dog shadow puppet and makes it kiss her. Right, and then (laughs) she made a rabbit, too, right? Uh Uh-huh. It's very cute. They laugh a little bit. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's very adorable. It is adorable. It's sweet. And they decide to go to bed, and then Helena farts, and Sarah (laughs) says, piss off. (laughs) But what's that lurking in the shadows? Paul. What's he doing? He's tailing him, because he's a butt. He's a butthead. So tails go near butts. I get it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so the next morning, well, I guess, intro. Blah, 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 blah. Brad does his interpretive dance. Mm-hmm. It's and the best one ever. <laughs> it's the only one that I know to my knowledge. Yes. It's just such a good song to interpretive dance to. What it's can true. I say? Meow, 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 meow. I don't know. <laughs> 
That was the wrong one. Uh, the next morning, they're in Mrs. S's truck, and Helena's fidd- fiddling with the radio, and she puts on Sugar Sugar by the Archies, which is a great song. I love that song. Mm-hmm. Uh, I fell in love with that song because of the movie Now and Then. Fun fact about me. <laughs> Have you ever seen that movie? Which one? Now and Then. No. Oh, my God. That's like one of my most formative films. <laughs> it's about four girls. I and... nearly didn't defeat it. <laughs> <laughs> what? One of your most formative films. Uh-huh. I nearly didn't win that battle. Yeah. It was my most formative film. That's not what I'm saying. I know, but my way's funnier. <laughs> Your way is derailing me. Yep. That's what I do. Isn't that what my role is? <laughs> <laughs> to annoy me? Sometimes. Make you laugh sometimes. <laughs> Make you roll your eyes sometimes. Yeah. The latter two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the annoying part. <laughs> I've been annoyed enough this week. <laughs> okay, I'll stop annoying you. <laughs> I apologize. I keep looking at this video that says, Rick makes adult SpaghettiOs, and I really want SpaghettiOs. Adult ones, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what makes them adults. They're vodka in it or something. They're they're <laughs> maybe healthier. Maybe have real foods in them. Yeah, probably not the sugar, Less sodium, sugar salt, sugar sauce. Yeah, but damn, but it's good. SpaghettiOs, yeah, they're great. Mm, so good. Anyway, Helena singing "Sugar, Sugar." You are my candy cane. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and Sarah's teasing her like, "Oh, this must have been a huge hit with the nuns in the Ukraine." And Helena keeps singing at her, and Sarah is trying to like remain stern and tell her to shut up, but right. she just keeps bursting <laughs> in laughter because she just is singing so ridiculously and doesn't even know half the words. And it's yeah. very funny. It's very good. It's adorable. And she doesn't do what I do and make up words. <laughs> no. She just sort of she sort fades of, out where she doesn't know it and then yeah. comes back in. Yeah, exactly. But I make up words. Yes, you do. Makes it exciting. You never know what Brad's going to say during a song he doesn't know the lyrics to. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I should be on Whose Line Is It Anyway, then. Why don't you? I'm not a well-known comedian. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. Go become friends with Colin Mockery and yeah. Will uh, Wayne Brady. Yeah. Wayne Brady, thank you. And? Ryan. Styles. Styles. Yeah. <laughs> and then I would be the fourth man. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Greg Proops. Is that another one? He is one of the, the He's one of the older ones, yeah. Well, he comes in. So that fourth spot is a, just a rotating chair yeah. of different That's right. former comedians that did this show. Right, right. I used to watch it all the time. I loved that show. Mm-hmm. It's a great show. So Big D gets a call on her phone, and it's Scott. Cosima's mm-hmm. old pal from season one, who was like her lab partner, basically. Right. At the university. He says that Dr. Leakey invited him to join the team as a sequencing tech. But Cosima does not want to involve him in this because, you know, he's one of her friends, kind of. And, you know, she doesn't want a gazillion people to know about everything. Right. And then Big D says, but you already gave him, like, your samples. You know, he knows. And she's like, but I didn't tell him it was me. Yeah. I didn't give him that piece of information. Yeah, she didn't tell him that part. So she's just like, thanks for coming, but nope. And then she starts to walk away, and he's like, I know about the clones. <laughs> and then he looks very proud of himself. Uh-huh. He's like, I figured it out. Uh-huh. 
I got you. So um, later in the episode, he tells Kasima and Big D how he figured it all out. He kind of like is writing all these equations and is like, I did it this way and blah, blah, blah. I didn't right. take down any of the technical things. Sorry, everyone. It's okay. Um, Luckily, I'm here. Did you take down the technical things? No, I didn't do any of that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, wow. Undressing for me, huh? <laughs> my bra strap came unhooked from my bra. It's just like flapping around. <laughs> I was like, why is one boob hanging lower <laughs> suddenly? <laughs> There's no support. <laughs> uh, so he's he tells them that how he figured it out and then he's like i want to see one and <laughs> delphine's like eh, let's just take it one step at a time buddy i want to see one <laughs> if you only knew right you've been working with one for the whole time the whole time yeah you dingus well he doesn't know i know it could be recent like Maybe he thought that this is... Like a baby clone? Yeah, like this is recent technology. Let me go look at this baby. Show me a baby. Not 20-something-year-old clones. How old are they supposed to be? They're like 30. That's right. She's in medical school. Or 27, 28, somewhere in that. Yeah, I okay. think they. Yeah, I think they're in their late 20s. You just whipped so much sucky hair up in the air. It's kind of funny. <laughs> it was hair fetty. Oh, yeah, I see it. Yeah, oh, my God. Arm. It's everywhere. I know. Guys, protect me. Stephanie's turning into a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't hear me in the next two weeks, know that I died protecting nature. <laughs> yep. Uh, at the rehab center with Allison. Mm-hmm. She is in the sharing circle, and she does not want to share. Right. Because she's not an alcoholic, Stephanie. She's not. She's nothing. She's just there, and she doesn't know why, and she's very mad about it. It's Donnie's fault. She knows exactly why she's there. Uh, Donnie. Donnie. Hello, hello Donnie. Sidebar. Yeah. Uh, Donnie, Christian Brown, blah, that guy, his mm-hmm. name, yep. his real name that I can't remember. Christian, his, his real name, gotcha. He, it's an interesting Canadian name, his real name. But <laughs> Christian, his real name? Christian, his real name. Now I'm going to find out because it's like Christian Braun or something like that. Do you have it like, the, are you just doing the emphasis wrong? Is it Christian his real name? I will punch Christian, you. his real name? I will punch you. His real name? Christian Brune. Jesus. Brune. <laughs> he, first of all, he liked a bunch of my cosplay pictures the other day. That okay. was fun. Yeah. Um, but he also had his movie come out this week called mm-hmm. Ready or Not, I believe. Okay. Which is like a silly horror movie. And he had, and Tatiana came to the premiere for him and it was really cute and they took photos together and it was adorable. Isn't that, who did she come as? Herself. Okay. (laughs) She came as Allison. Could you imagine? (laughs) Hello, Donnie. (laughs) You have a movie premiere. Good for you. (laughs) She's got the easiest cosplays in the world. Yeah. Because she's already done a ton of them. (laughs) She can literally just be herself and be any clone. It's true. So who knows? She knows. She does. She knows. Uh, uh, then Vic shows. Okay, so who shows up to rehab? But Vic. Right. Vic the Dick, Sarah's ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Allison sees him, and she's trying to like hide her face a little bit because he accosted her in the parking lot. Right, and she pepper sprayed him. Mm-hmm. And kicked him in the balls. I think. <laughs> she may have groined him. Yeah. She need him or something. She I did, think she did need him. Yeah. She need him, and then she ran away. Drove away. 
I mean, she ran to her van and then drove he, away. They were by his her van, right? She had to run the kids into oh, yeah. the van. Let's go. Yes, yeah, that's right. I remember. What are the kids' names? <laughs> Jimbo. Jimbo and... <laughs> Jimbo and Oscar. And Oscar. <laughs> Come on, Jimbo and Oscar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, but then they look at each other. Uh, after the meeting, they talk, and mm-hmm. she says that she was the one who maced him in the parking lot. And he's like, yeah, I know. He's like, what are you, twins? And she says, we're clones. And he's like, fine, you don't want to tell me. (laughs) Stephanie, (laughs) if somebody walked up to you and said, we're clowns, would you believe them? I mean, I don't know. You'd be like, well, you don't look like a sheep. I would be like, oh, okay. I mean, sure, if that's how you want to play it. Okay. So Actually, well, after all of this stuff, I would be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Cool. How's Diad? If someone told me that, I would be like, yeah, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> is Rachel treating you well? <laughs> Felix is having a not great time. He is upset because he was imprisoned and used as a bargaining chip. I don't know. He seems to be having a good old time to me. I mean, he's doing his craft. He's drinking a lot of vodka right out of the bottle. Yeah. Being very artsy. You know, throwing the paint at the canvas, literally. He's, he's having a meltdown. Oh, okay. A spiral, a drunken spiral. The painting looked good, though. It did. And Art comes to check on him. And then he yells at Art, and Art tries to take the bottle from him and puts him, puts him to bed or to the couch, right. I guess, after he grabs his butt. Because yeah. Felix is like, ooh, a new client or something. <laughs> He's so strong. Yeah. I mean, if Art came and took care of you, you'd probably also feel like that. Like, oh, Art, thank you. How did you know? (laughs) I know that's how you would feel. I know. He's a big, strong man. I'd be drunkenly painting, too. Yeah, exactly. He'd come take care of you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he put him to bed. He put him to the couch. He pushed him to the couch. (laughs) Yeah. And Felix and giggled. <laughs> Felix giggled and then passed out because yeah. he drank like a whole bottle of vodka. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot, Sookie. She's being very... Uh, Weird. Making those sounds. Yeah, she's going... She's chittering. Chattering. Yeah. So the next morning, Felix wakes up. Or maybe it was the same day. Who knows? How much time has passed? I, I can't true. tell. I can't tell. When Felix arose. <laughs> when Felix awakened at some point, Art is putting one of those crazy murder boards together <laughs> like they see in cop, like FBI shows where mm-hmm. there's all the pictures and then the like red threads running through it. and right. you know. Trying to figure out all the connections. Yeah, so he's done that with like a lot of his files and then with the files that they found in Maggie Chen's locker that Helena had led them to in the previous episode. Right. And he's trying to figure out how it all makes sense. So Helena and Sarah show up at a church, which is the picture, or which is the same place where the person at the picture of Ethan Swan Duncan, was, Swan right. Man, outside of it. It's where he was last seen, supposedly. Helena says that Maggie, Ch- Maggie Chen tracked him there. Okay. So Sarah makes Helena stay in the car while she goes to check out the church. Mm-hmm. And of course... Who's still following, but Paul. Right. Yes. Paul. He's like that bad penny. Can't get rid of it. (laughs) Uh, Then Sarah goes into the church, and a nun, I assume? Caretaker? 
puts her out with water when Sarah immediately caught into flame. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. (laughs) It's true. I don't think Sarah's ever been inside of a church. (laughs) It burns. I'm surprised she can function in the daylight. Uh, <laughs> that's good so yeah the nun tells so she's examining all the pictures on the wall and she recognizes one as that's late I think it's labeled Cold River Institute and the woman nun whatever tells her that it was shut down in the 1970s I don't think it was labeled was it labeled I don't remember I just remember she Sarah recognized it I don't yeah, know she if recognizes she, the building from something yeah I can't it might have been one of the scrapbooks or one of the pictures that Maggie Chen had who knows okay. I can't I'm losing track of all the various clues that she's found so far. Yeah, because the clue team is too good at putting out those clues. I know. So uh, she asks if if, uh, she's ever seen this man, and she picks out the Swan Man picture. She's like, oh, yeah, that's Mr. Peckham. Uh, He he used to come to look at the archives, Mm -hmm. uh, but he hasn't been here in a while. And Sarah says, oh, well, I'm a student of his, and I need to look for my thesis, which, good job. Con woman. Good job, little con woman. There you go. Helena obviously does not stay put in the car. Well, no, there's a bar right there. Because <laughs> there's a bar, yes. It's right there, Stephanie. It is. Sarah parked her right in front of it. Right in front of a bar. She might as well have parked her in front of an all-you-can-eat buffet. That would have been worse. <laughs> she would have eaten it all. <laughs> yes, she would have. <laughs> but it would have been really cheap. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, $12? Yes, I eat all your food. <laughs> I like this one. <laughs> Helena is sitting at the bar and she has ordered several different cocktails. Mm-hmm. There was a martini, a white Russian, yep. a Bloody Mary, okay. some sort of blue cocktail, mm-hmm. and a couple shots of what I assume is, you know, either vodka or tequila or liquor, who knows, some kind of liquor. <laughs> well, obviously they're liquor. A liquor, yes. Yeah. I realized what I said when I said a breath. Yes. Okay. <laughs> a shot of water. <laughs> a chaser. <laughs> A uh, shot of mochaccino. Maybe a tequila sunrise. I think there was one that was like a red, an orange mm. fading into red one that I noticed. That nice. I paused to see if I could tell what they all were. Yes. I did yeah, some that investigation. Old, that old pause to figure out the drink game. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me sound kind of like an alcoholic that I can recognize them visually, but whatever. Well, most of them have a visual. They were pretty recognizable, recognizable drinks. Thing. There was just a lot of them. Yeah, like the martini was in a martini glass. Right. That's a dead giveaway. I didn't know what the blue one was, though. It's, I don't know. Blue something. Blue, blue rum. I don't know. Anyway, a man comes over and sits down next to Helena, and he mm-hmm. asks if she wants to come join him and his friends. And she says, I think you bad goat. Bah. <laughs> <laughs> And he gets mad. Right. He's like, are you being rude, you little skank? And then she grabs his finger and a nice snapping sound is heard. Right. And he's like, oh, you broke my finger. And she's and like, then, I only sprain. <laughs> yes. Next time I'll break it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he tries to attack her again. And then another guy comes to intervene. His name is Jesse. He's uh-huh. also, he has a nice little trucker hat. Yeah. Right there. Oh, that one up there. Yeah. Je- Jesse's towing. Jesse towing. It says Jesse's. I know, There's but an apostrophe. But S. Helena says Jesse towing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jesse towing. 
Uh, she thinks that's his last name. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> the Towings his last name. <laughs> this is my boyfriend, Jesse Towing. Jesse Towing. <laughs> so nice to meet you, Mister Towing. <laughs> it's, not, it's not my name. Uh huh. So he chases the mean guy away, mm-hmm. and then he sits down next to her, and then she offers him her white her white Russian right. for for his assistance, right. and then he offers her his pork rinds. Right. Which she happily munches on. That's, that's the, that's the yeah. quickest way to Helena's heart. Yeah, and then it's like, she's like, oh, I, li- this, I like this, this one I like. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can see the happiness in her face mm-hmm. <laughs> with this man. Yep. Unfortunately, Mark appears. Poof. Poof. Yep. He did. He poofed. Probably slithered in. He, yeah, he's slithered. He's a slitherer. <laughs> A Slytherer. Not a Slytherin, but a Slytherer. <laughs> he could be a Slytherin. We don't know. I didn't. I haven't determined the we Hogwarts house. Yeah, we got to have him do the test. Find out where, he's, <laughs> yeah. where he lies. Come on, Mark. Get your Pottermore <laughs> test. <laughs> Figure out where you, where, you, where you lay. I don't know. He's a Prolethean. He probably thinks Harry Potter's evil. Sure. They're super religious. Okay. I don't know. Makes sense to me. Sarah goes downstairs to review the records in the basement. Mm-hmm. She sees lots of files about babies and like birth defects and various experiments. Um, she's on the phone with Kasima. She investigates, you know, eugenics, sterilization, all of mm-hmm. these crazy things this institute things. was doing. Yes. Kasima's yeah. just kind of chatting with her, and then Sarah asks her if she's going to be okay. But Kasima kind of pauses a little bit, and she's like, of course, yes. Uh, we just started testing a new stem cell, so it's promising. They're both kind of getting a little choked up because Sarah knows that Kasima's sick now. Right. And she says, I can't do this without you. And Kasima says, obviously, I'm the geek monkey. <laughs> oh, the geek monkey. <laughs> and they kind of giggle, and they say they're going to get Allison out of rehab because, you know, funny enough, they're stronger when they're together. Mm-hmm. She's so sweet. I know. If they could find a fourth, they could fall all the f- call all the corners. Oh, Helena's their fourth. Helena's their fourth. <laughs> they can call the four corners. Yep. And have Mana. <laughs> Empower them. Don't let Helena take powers. in Mana. I don't think she'll. <laughs> no, that would be bad. She'd go crazy. But then, so she keeps investigating, and then she discovers, she finds a photo that Duncan was also at Cold River. Mm-hmm. So, is that where the experiments began? The cloning? Maybe. We don't know. But it is likely because they were doing all these experiments on babies. Deformed ones. What? Babies with deformities or birth defects. Yes. But there was stuff about sterilization and eugenics, which means breeding. Okay. Yeah, all right. At rehab. Back at rehab. (laughs) (laughs) Allison is mad that Donnie did not bring the kids, but he says he will for family day. Right. But Allison just doesn't want to even talk to him. And she says, if you come, if you show up here without my kids again, I will cut off your dangly balls. It's quite graphic. Mm-hmm. Vic intervenes. Now dangle. What? Now that we know that they dangle. <laughs> <laughs> Something I didn't need to know, but apparently. I mean, he's always in his tidy whities and what more do you need? <sighs> they dangle. <I> guess. <laughs> they dangle. He needs those tidy whities to hold them up because they're dangly. Let's, I don't want to discuss. Donnie's dangly balls. It's just a funny quote. <laughs> Let's move on with our lives. Okay. I mean, I didn't bring it up. 
I just said the quote because it's funny. And you didn't bring it up. Allison brought, Allison it, up. brought it up. It's true. <laughs> She's against it. I know. It's like the biggest threat. Uh, Vic intervenes as they're fighting each other. Mm-hmm. Or not fighting each other, but like arguing. It was some like, oh, do not hold your anger in, blah, blah, blah. Some like BS. Right. And she's just not there for it. <laughs> Allison's just like. Well, she knows about him. Yeah. Donnie tries to kiss. Oh, he bows to them. And she's <laughs> also like, fucking stop. <laughs> or she would say. Well, Donnie goes to bow and she smacks him in the air. No, Donnie goes to kiss her and she no, 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 no. pulls away. He goes and says, no, oh, stay yeah, and bows. Yeah. And then Donnie goes to do it and she smacks him yeah. in the air. <laughs> She's so over it. And then he tries to kiss her. Yeah, and she's like, and she just like pulls away violently. What you doing? (laughs) And he goes, okay then. (laughs) I'm out of here. And he leaves, yes. Uh, Later, later that day, Allison finds Vic meditating. He's in his like Buddha robes, Mm -hmm. his Buddhist monk robes in the Mm -hmm. gym. And then she picks up a basketball and starts bouncing it next to him, which interrupts his meditation, of course. Of course. She starts, play- she starts playing one-handed because she's still got her arm in a sling mm-hmm. from her tumble off the stage yeah. stage at the play. And she was scolding Donnie. Yes. <laughs> I forgot that the platform she was on ends. <laughs> Sing scolding. Yep. She says, Felix told me all about Vic the Dick <laughs> and how you were abusive to Sarah and all these other things. And he's like, yeah, I don't deny any of that. I was a different person then, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And she... Those exact words were used, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. I didn't write the quotes <laughs> down. Not for Vic, at least. No. I don't care about Vic. I care about my clones. She only cares about dangly balls. <laughs> that one's so funny. I had a gif of it for a long time. <laughs> Not of... <laughs> Oh, of her saying it. Okay. Saying it. <laughs> oh. Uh, hey, your mind went there. <laughs> I, I, was, uh, I, was I don't want to be misconstrued here. I was on the, uh, yeah, of her saying it. <laughs> yes, of her uh, saying it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Allison finally confesses that she's a bottle hider, and that's why she's there. But and, she still says it doesn't make her a drunk. Right. So she's still in denial. Yep. Uh, you know, either... the first step of the 12-step program <laughs> is admitting you have a problem. But she will not. She forgot the part where she's a pill popper, too. Yeah, she did forget that. Sorry, it was a Black Widow-related thing. I said to make sure it wasn't new information that I was missing. Uh-huh. It's been a Black Widow news day with some set photos and four seconds of a trailer. Yep. <laughs> Very exciting. Yep. Uh, <laughs> She can't contain herself. <laughs> She's popping out of her bra. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Can't be tamed. <laughs> Allison and Vic play some basketball. The end. <laughs> that's, that's I like it. how that went. That was good. <laughs> I approve. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, back to the bar. Uh huh. In Ukraine, I was police detective. I shot many criminals. <laughs> She's not as good at the con. (laughs) (laughs) Then I was brilliant scientist. (laughs) But I quit to be with my family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The worst after rehab, drinking problems. (laughs) (laughs) But now I am with my sister having adventures. She just brought them all into one. She's Beth, the Cosima, 
and Allison at yep, once. Yep. <laughs> and Sarah a little bit because Sarah was Beth for a while. It's true. But Jesse is just like eating it up. He's like, wow, you've lived quite a life. Like, I'm so impressed with you. How do you keep your roots so fresh? <laughs> Her roots are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says, like, I don't know how a man like me can, you know, be with someone like you or something. And she's like, oh, they have to be very strong. And then they have an arm wrestling fight, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is also cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she wins, of course. Yep. Several times. Several times. Uh, unfortunately, Paul is there. He um, comes in. He's just no fun. The Paul guy. He's not being very fun this Paul. episode. No. I don't know what side he's on. You know, last season he was on Sarah's side, and all of a sudden he's not. He's he's stuck in the middle of Dyad. Yep. Stuck in the middle with Dyad. That's <laughs> my song. But so it's this part is really funny because I was actually just texting this to Stacy while I was watching. Mm-hmm. And how he tells Mark that he's very good and asks him if he's in special forces. <laughs> and considering what we know yeah. later on, yeah. that's funny. It is. Because why wouldn't he know? Because I was wondering the same uh-huh. thing. So I think the thing. So I think we're going to have to remember to realize yeah. how this happens. Well, I feel like things were not as planned out as they thought, as we thought. I think that that was like, that was a we didn't know we were getting renewed thing, and they didn't have that planned. <laughs> now let's retcon this thing that he knew nothing about. Right. Into his backlog yeah. story thing. Yeah. Unless he finds out, we'll have to pay attention. This for is very it. vague, but yes, we will. We'll look out for it in the next one. There was another thing we were supposed to keep an eye out for, and I think it was something Beth related, though. Anyway, okay. feel, or maybe Paul related. I feel like it's all Paul. It's always Paul. Damn Paul. you, Paul. 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 But yeah, I, my my instinct is that certain plots were not all mapped out, so that's why this was in there. It's but. possible. I thought they knew from the get go they wanted to do five seasons, though. Yeah, but they weren't like guaranteed. And yeah. I don't think that they would have known. Like they, they wouldn't have pre-planned the whole story. Yeah, line. I don't think that they knew that plot of season three was going to. And they be, didn't know that it was going to be Mark. They were going to make it that way. Yeah. I don't think they knew it was going to be okay. him also. That was That's a surprise true. at the end, I believe. Maybe. I remember reading about that. They surprised themselves. <laughs> I remember reading about that, that they weren't sure who they were going to cast in that role. And it was they were surprised that it was going to be him. That they did what they did. Yeah. It's interesting. So. I know. So interesting, Suki. So Jesse and Helena are being cute still. More arm wrestling. Jesse says Helena has pretty eyes, and she says he has a nice hat and a red face because yep. he's struggling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she wins again, and then they take another shot. But um, they're going to go again, but then a slow song comes on, and instead of wrestling her again, he takes her hand, and he pulls her to dance with him. And then they kind of slow dance. It's very cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, Paul is trying Ooh. to negotiate with Mark, and he says that he'll take Sarah, and he can take Helena. Right. And they'll go their and that's separate the end ways. Of the story. Yeah. Yeah. You get what you will get. I get what I get, and we get what we came for. Oh, it's Friday. People are partying. I was like, why is it so loud above my head? Because people are partying, Stephanie. I guess so. Friday. It feels like Thursday. Oh my god, I'm gonna get up and go to work tomorrow. This is what's gonna happen in my brain. I'm gonna be so confused. <laughs> you get why is it all locked up? Why is nobody here yet? Yeah. What's going on? Why was traffic good? I'm text free, like, where are you? 
I'm at home? <laughs> Why? I'm at I'm the office. <laughs> what are you doing at the office? Uh, podcast recording screwed my whole life up. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want that? No, she doesn't. She didn't. She's like, what, why do I need an Apple Watch? I'm a cat. <laughs> you got to track your progress. You got to close your rings, Sookie. Mm-hmm. You mean your rings? <clears throat> <laughs> I rarely close did my I, rings. Did I say that? No, <laughs> so, so they slow dance. Okay, so they're slow dancing, and Paul's Helena's very enamored with this boy, I think, it's because he's treating her so nicely. It's the hat. No, he's treating her very nicely. It's the hat. Jesse towing. He's nice and he's sweet and he's very interested in her. Mm-hmm. So then they smooch. Starts off very sweet, then it gets real raunchy real fast. Yep. We start <laughs> Helena out with does sweet nothing smooching, gentle. <laughs> sweet smooching into aggressive smooching. Into about to bang on the pool table smooching. Sure. But then the guy whose finger she sprained pulls Jesse off of her. And then I don't know, is he like jealous who knows or they were gonna play pool i don't know <laughs> who knows what the reason is Get off my kid i think he's upset at her for well yeah you know uh, making but it's funny weak. if he's just mad about the fact they were gonna play pool yeah it's true it's true <laughs> all right this is my table <laughs> i put my quarter on there i had next i called it <laughs> why are you trying to cut <laughs> You already hurt my shooting hand. <laughs> I can't, can't break the balls like I used to due to this sprained finger. Mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> so J- Helena punches him and then gets into a big brawl. Uh-huh. And Jesse is like giving her some pretty good assists. He just keeps pulling people off of her and pulling people away so she can continue. And while he's beating the shit out of people. Deeper and deeper in love with her. Yeah, for sure. And Paul finishes his drink and tells Mark to have fun with that and leaves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> he pieces out. And Mark looks not af- amused by that no, comment. No, no. It is pretty amusing, though. I like it when Paul's sassy. <laughs> yes, the world still rotates without you. I'm just getting Black Widow notifications. I'm just making sure that they're not new. <laughs> The Disney Expo is happening, okay? There's a lot of news coming out. Uh Uh-huh. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. It's okay. It's okay. Okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Making Sookie wave at you. (laughs) She's expressing my... Now she's licking herself. Yeah, because I touched her foot and she's mad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Back in the basement, Sarah says... Or not in the basement, I guess. She's in the main room now. It doesn't fucking matter. (laughs) To be quite honest. Somewhere. <laughs> She's talking to that lady again. Right. <laughs> and she says that some files are missing, and the woman says a, a woman named Margaret came and took them, and Sarah realizes, oh, Maggie Chen. Yep. Uh, she leaves, or no, she, yeah. Helena's getting arrested. She's got a bloody face. She's just like, I want my boyfriend. And Sarah comes out of the church just as she sees mm-hmm. Helena and her bloody face getting pushed into a police car. Yeah. And carted off. And Helena says, Sistra, right? Yeah, she's like, Sistra. But Sarah's like, I can't. I, can't, I have a rap she got sheet. A, she got a super long record. <laughs> she can't do anything. I got a rap sheet. What do you think I'm going to do? Yeah. Plus, we look the same. Yeah. This is a problem. It's a very big problem. And she's also probably like, Jesus Christ, I leave you alone for 20 minutes. Yep. 
<laughs> and you got out of the car. You explicitly disobeyed my rules, my orders. You got out of the car. You got super drunk. You got in a bar fight, and, and you found a boyfriend. You found a boyfriend. <laughs> in twenty minutes. <laughs> Good on you. Uh, so Helena's sitting at the police station, handcuffed to a bench. Mm-hmm. And she's complaining that she wants her boyfriend mm-hmm. still. Mm-hmm. The lady <laughs> wrote the copy. The cop says. Her sister's there to pick her up, but it's uh, not Sarah. Uh, it's Gracie uh, with her busted up lips. Yeah, you know. Because he's so, he sewed you silent, is what Helena says. Yeah. I had this once with you. Yeah. See? It's good to know people that have been sewed silent before. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, that's why she would have had it done before, because of... The- Tomas, that's his name. Tomas, Took yes. me a second to access that. Okay. It looked painful it did. to slide I'm that like, memory I forward. Name. I know this name. <laughs> it took a second. Yeah, Tomas is a jerk. He definitely did stuff to Helena mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Abusing her in the name of the Lord. Their Amen. Lord. <laughs> Thank you. Always the dumbest things. I'm sorry. They always make me laugh the most. <laughs> she, Gracie says they want to take Helena to her children um, because they made them whole for her. Helena is one part super mad and also other part wants her babies. Mm-hmm. So she's a little conflicted. I would say. She doesn't want to go with them. She needs her babies because they're her babies. So... The police release Helena, and Gracie and Mark take her back. Mark gives her the Jesse towing hat. Because her boyfriend wanted her to have it. But in reality, That's right. he Mark it. just took it. Yeah, he nicked it off of the uh, pool table. Yep. And she says, take me to my babies. Sarah calls Art from the road and asks him to get Helena released, and she can't do anything. And he says he'll do his best. But, and she also says there should be some files from a Peckham. Mm-hmm. In the files that he asked for Maggie Chen. Okay. Which he got from the storage locker. Right. Uh, so they find one. He and Felix do. They they come to realize that Duncan stole this person, Andrew Peckham, that died. They stole his, He stole his identity. Right. And so Sarah says, find me an Andrew Peckham somewhere with an old man driving range. <laughs> <laughs> which is funny. So old man, let me just kidding the math uh it's got to be like within 20 miles <laughs> yeah somewhere like that uh back in the lab scott has found some things out in his research mm-hmm. he tells big d that he did some research about stem cells and that they were not from a clone but they were from someone related to a clone someone with familial markings like a niece or a kid right and big d is like oh shit you can't tell Cosima about this because she would not be okay with the fact that they used Sarah's daughter's stem cells to cure her, right. <laughs> to try to cure her, or her tooth. When did, when did they get her tooth? I don't remember. It must have been in season one somewhere. Yeah. The only time I can remember... Oh, wait, no, that's later. She does that afterwards mm-hmm. when she pulls her tooth out. That's a different part. That's this season. 
did they have her for a minute or something? Yeah, I'm trying to remember like when they had access to her. Because it was like stem cells from a tooth. Was it? From a baby tooth, I think. I don't but like know. how would they get anything else otherwise? I don't know. Maybe they'll maybe maybe it will get reminded how they got it later. Yeah, I can't remember. I'm just yeah, I'm searching my memory banks for Delphine being near Kira, but she's never met her before. It was samples that they had from Kira that uh that they took themselves. Remember she took one of the vials. When? Uh Cosima had taken a bunch of blood samples. She took one from Kira? I believe so. Okay. Potentially, yeah. Just to see if it probably to test for if the genetic markers were there. Mm. It was probably what the plan was going to be. Mm. I bet you. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to think if Sarah would let her take blood from Kira. Well, she's her friend. But yeah, but see, Sarah Delphine, doesn't trust shit. Delphine stole one of the vials. Yeah, she did. You're right. Hmm. Okay. That might be where it's from. Yeah. Uh, Allison invites Vic to help her make doilies for family day. Mm-hmm. He says he's going to go smoke, and then he will help her. Yeah. And then he says, namaste. And she says, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> she's still not buying his Buddha she's thing. Not, she's not into it. <laughs> well, she's, I also remember when in season one where someone told Allison to go do some yoga, and she was like, I hate yoga. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, that'll do it. <laughs> just not her jam. So Vic uh, pretends to swill he smokes a couple drags, and then he goes and gets in a car with Angela DeAngelis. Yep, the hardest name in the whole show. <laughs> they a girl have... so good, they named her the same thing twice. <laughs> they have made a deal together for him to get dirt on Allison in exchange for his charges to go away. Mm-hmm. He's not too happy about it, though, but he'll do it anyway. No, because she's ruining his whole recovery vibe yeah he just wants to get better and he's being a liar yep it's not good no sarah gets an address and for this andrew peckham right and when she goes to the house who's already there mrs s indeed so they get into it she's accusing her of being a part of it all all along Mm -hmm. and she just wants to find duncan but S says his name is Peckham now, that after he came to their side 20 years ago, they hid him in exchange for information about the experiments on unborn children and the surrogate who ran away, a.k.a. Amelia. Right. And that's how they got her into the black and, like, got the kids and everything. That's nice. Uh, Sarah sees, then Sarah sees Duncan talking to his birds. S explains who he is, and he just kind of stares at her for a while, and then S gives her some time alone. Mm-hmm. So that she can ask her questions. And get answers. Hopefully. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I just knocked things down and made boom. That's we're okay. It's okay. As long as we're okay. We're fine. Are we okay? Yeah, it was just an empty bottle. Oh, but okay. it made noises and it resonated through everything else. <laughs> so it probably sounded like we are not okay to everyone else. <laughs> it, I don't think it's that severe, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, the whole world's coming down. <laughs> Earthquake in Chicago. <laughs> Who would have thought? Okay, sorry, I had to yawn really intensely. Yes, it was quite intense. Outside, Paul drives up, and S comes to see him. Mm-hmm. Hello, Paul, she says very dramatically. Would you care for a spot of tea? <laughs> <laughs> 
perfect impression. <laughs> yes, they sit in the car together. And she says, it's just tea, Paul. Just a conversation. I've got biscuits in my pocket. <laughs> and he still looks wavery about the tea. Yeah. but then- So she drinks from it. Mm-hmm. Not his glass, but from the... Uh, from the... What's that called? Thermos. Thermos, yes. That's the word. Good job. We did it. We did it. See microphones. We win this day. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. you cannot defeat us. You, you probably will defeat win. us. You've already defeated me a couple times today. Yeah. He says that Dyad sent him. And so she's like, well, that's not an answer because that means you're caught between both Leaky and Rachel. And so the only person you can answer to is yourself. So what are you going to do, Paul? I don't know. I think he's caught a little closer to Rachel. If you know what I mean. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he, she says that if Paul wants Sarah or Duncan, he'll have to kill everyone. Basically. Turn into Thanos. Yeah. Kill everyone there. <laughs> kill her, kill Sarah, etc. Yeah. yeah. So if he wants Sarah, he has to kill Mrs. S. If he wants Duncan, he has to kill her and Sarah. <laughs> okay. And he's, a lot of people. Yeah, he's just like, eh, maybe not. Actually, we don't know what his decision was. Because why? Because we're back in the house with Duncan and Sarah for the rest okay. of the episode. Actually, we kind of went back and forth, but I summarized it all together. Oh, all right, all right. So Duncan says that the military recruited him and Susan in 1976, and that Susan was the brains, and that thanks to her, they succeeded in cloning human embryos but they were declared an ethical failure. So then Dyad stepped in as a contractor mm-hmm. who persuaded them to push the experiment to full term, and they basically hijacked the project. Okay. So Sarah wants to know why, and she, his answer is just, they just wanted babies. They just wanted little girls, which is weird, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, well, you're Rachel. Like, your little girl is a monster now, but he still wants to see her. And she, she wants to know that if this family that she saw on that videotape of, you know, I love you, daddy, or whatever. Was real. Was real, or if it was just part of the project. And he says, it was both. And, you know, she was her, they were a family, but he was also her monitor. Mm-hmm. So she asks, do you even know what's become of your, your Rachel? Like, she's totally different now. Like, they totally, like, fucked with her, basically. And he says it wasn't Dyad, it was the neolutionist inside Dyad, like Dr. Leakey. Mm. And then he starts to break down and cry a little bit. He says, they stole my daughter. And, you know, he doesn't want to be involved in this anymore because of everything that happened to Rachel Mm -hmm. and what they did to her. And they killed his wife. Right. That was the end. I'm not there yet. Oh. (laughs) And Sarah says... (laughs) That's the last part of the episode. Oops. The very sorry. last sentence. I missed, I must have screwed up a little bit. <laughs> and Sarah says, well, you know, there's not just Rachel anymore. There's me, Allison, Kasima. We're real. Kasima's sick. We're sick. Your little girls are dying, and it could happen to Rachel, too, and you can help us. But Duncan is still upset, and he's like, no, they wouldn't let him. They wouldn't let him and Susan raise Rachel. They wanted to... And then because he and Susan wanted to expose the project and um, take Dyad down, basically, mm-hmm. and the Neolutionists. But Duncan, or not Duncan, Dyad, well, Leaky, ended up killing Susan. So he's been hiding from Leaky all these years. Mm. And that's why he hasn't been part of Rachel's life. 
Makes sense. The end. Bum, bum, Pretty bleak. Uh, yeah. I really just want to know what happens between Mrs. S and Paul. But they, I guess we had to wait till next episode. They get it on? Episode. Whoa, hey, whoa. <laughs> hey. No. I mean, he's just going, he's just going to. Whoa. Check, check, Settle check, down, check, check them all check. off. Get, get the surrogate mother. Every female character. Just want them all. <laughs> Got to catch them all. Wait till he gets Helena. Yeah, he He'll never come out the he same. He won't know what to do with that one. Yeah. She'll give him a run for, him, for his money. Yep. So, fun fact time? Yeah. I said there were a lot of them. So here we go. This is from The Hive, which is BBC America's blog about the show. Okay. With lots of fun information from either a writer or producer of the episode. Okay. The opening tent scene was something John and Graham wanted to work into the season from the very beginning of development. They wanted to use it to further set up Sarah and Helena's, Helena as sisters. Don't laugh at me. I, I, I saw it. I know. It was Helena's sister conversation. I got it. Helene. Helenius-ers? Helenius-ers? Whatever it was going to become. Uh-huh. Giving their relationship time to grow in an environment where they aren't on the verge of killing someone or being killed. Right. Only er- grossing the other one out with their farts. I have many farts. <laughs> That's a much later quote, but it's still a great quote. Well, she did fart in the tent. She did. Yeah. She, she was, farts a lot. She She's a gassy lady. She's because she eats all that shit all the time. Chem- chemical warfare. <laughs> uh, a road trip between clones is hard to shoot, especially since so much happens inside cars and tents. For the opening. <laughs> yes. All the time. So many things happen in cars and tents. Uh-huh. For the opening scene, the interior and exterior of the tent were shot in different locations. They had to cut off the top of the tent and take out the side in order to fit the camera for interior shots. Mm -hmm. Without removing the top of the tent, they would have never been able to achieve that amazing bird's eye shot where you see the girls lying in their yin-yang formation. Oh, okay. Uh, And then then the offensive act occurred. (laughs) Yep. Very very important for the scene. (laughs) Yes. It is funny, though, hearing Sarah just yell, piss off, <laughs> as her reaction I would imagine to she used farts. to do that to Felix when they were younger. Probably. Sugar Sugar was chosen as a song for Helena to sing because of its vintage and catchy nature. We had to get into the mindset of Helena and envision what music she might possibly know from her past. That song was perfect because it felt like the kind of North American pop song that Ukrainian nuns might have let Helena listen to. Okay. A super sunshine hit, as Helena puts it. Mm-hmm. Vic's wardrobe this season was designed to make him look like he's trying to clean up his act. They thought it would be hilarious to have Vic dress similarly to Donnie, <laughs> moving him towards a more <laughs> suburban look. And then it's pretty funny to see him dress in his new age meditation clothes and polos. Nice. Okay. A lot of the eugenics files based, are based on some real and extremely disturbing historical stuff. Cold River Institute is based on Cold Spring Harbor Laboratory, New York's legendary genetics, biology, and neuroscience research lab, also the site of a eugenics record office in the early 20th century. And the photos of Better Baby contests are based on real contests with the same name. Mm. Everything had to be recreated by our art department, but it's all heavily based in reality. Remember the creepy baby picture crumpled up in Helena's pocket in the opening of episode 202? Well, that picture came from files that Maggie Chen snagged from the archive. Ah, uh, interesting. Okay. I was trying to 
I wonder. It made me think about um, the twi- the triplets documentary we did. Yeah. And how they it was like weird testing on. Whether it wasn't it like was bio- nature versus nurture. Yeah, it wasn't like biological testing, but it was in a way it was. So what is it called? Uh, nature versus anthropological nurture. testing. Anthro- okay. Yeah. Um, just made me think of that. The church where Sarah finds the Cold River Institute eugenics files is named St. John- James United Church. And it was chosen because the writer for this episode, Chris Roberts, just had his first child, James Roberts. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All righty then. <laughs> Seems like an interesting reason to choose that church. <laughs> Someone's feeling sentimental. I guess. <laughs> Patrick J. Adams was an amazing guest star. He played Jesse. Yes. As a tow truck driver, what did Jesse need? The perfect trucker hat, of course. <laughs> uh oh, this is a picture. Sorry. Below are some designs of the art department. <laughs> Sorry guys, you can't see this. Go to the website, you can't. Paint paint the paint them a wordscape image uh-huh. of it. Well, it looks like a hat. I don't see the actual picture either. I just oh, copy pasted the words. Gotcha. The hats were coveted were a coveted item around set. Everyone wanted to get one. I have one too. They from are, set? No, just okay. from me. Actually, Karen got it for me. Jillian? No, Karen, <laughs> no. <laughs> Karen, our friend who is married and just yes. had a baby. Yeah, yes. Okay. She gave it to me a few years ago. Actually, when I, for my house where I'm present for here. Oh. I remember. It's a nice Jesse. Hat. Jesse Towing. Jesse Towing. His last name's Towing. Mm-hmm. His first name's Jesse. The S is his middle initial. Indeed. <laughs> Blue screen is the VFX team's preferred color as Helena's hair doesn't read well on a green screen. Hmm. Fun fact. That is pretty good. So whenever they're doing Helena, they prefer blue? Yeah. Otherwise, they do green normally? Probably. Interesting. Or maybe they just prefer blue in general, and then they use green if they have to. Okay. In the bar scenes, Ginger Snaps 2 can be seen playing on a TV in the background, which John Fawcett, the co-creator of Orphan Black, was also the creator of Ginger Snaps, the first movie. And Tatiana was in Ginger Snaps 2. <laughs> and they used a clip from the film of the 15-year-old Tatiana playing over and over again in the background. Does that count as a clone scene? I have to go back and watch that. I've never noticed that before. Okay. That's crazy. It might be. Have you seen those movies? No. Yeah. It's also funny because the Ginger Snaps movie takes place in Bailey Downs, which is where Allison lives. Okay. So there's a lot of like weird orphan black connections. And then, yeah, Tatiana's a baby in the second one. Mm-hmm. She has weird long blonde hair. Mm. Maybe we count that as one of our <laughs> clone counts. Hey, this fun facts would have given us uh-huh. something there, huh? Cosima and Sarah's phone call is such a great non-clone clone scene. Tatiana's performance. <laughs> like, they're not in the same room. Oh, okay. Tatiana's performance and development of their, this relationship between Cosima and Sarah is beautiful. So is their makeup. Sarah's lip color is Max Spite, and Cosima's lip color is Max Consume Me. Oh, this is so helpful for me in my cosplay <laughs> life. <laughs> nice. I have like a whole list of makeup from Orphan Black. I didn't know that one. Okay. Stephanie takes. Oh my God, my fucking neighbors notes. are so loud. Well, they can't hear because of my. I know. Masterful lovelings. But I can hear. I'm just dreading when I stop recording and I have to deal with it. <laughs> oh, well, you'll be flowered up. No, I'm not working on that tonight. Oh, okay. You'll be 
black widowed up? I'll probably be laying down and going to bed soon. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm tired. That makes that works too. And I have to be at a con all day. That's true. Uh, with Vic missing a pinky this year, he had to keep his bandage on. Mm-hmm. It was fun to put both Allison and Vic in similar positions, physically and mentally, in rehab. They both have hurt arms. They both have addiction problems. They both have someone monitoring and controlling their lives. <laughs> Why wouldn't they become friends? <laughs> uh, friends? Okay, we'll see. Mrs. S wears a shirt in this episode that was designed by her friend in support of the Russian activist's collective band Pussy Riot. The shirt was Maria's idea, and John and Graham instantly agreed it was a great plan, deepening her character's past with a glimpse of her activist nature. Cool. Interesting. That is cool. I actually was thinking that she was dressed a lot like Sarah in this episode. She had, like, the beanie on and, like, a t-shirt. And I was like, oh. Or maybe Sarah got her style from Mrs. S. Mrs. S. Probably. Because she's always wearing the, I love when she wears the side braid, because, like, Mrs. S. is always rocking the side braid. Uh So whenever Sarah wears a side braid, I'm always like, oh, it's so precious. (laughs) Uh, Ethan Duncan's house is actually Mrs. S.'s house, only repainted, rearranged, and stuffed full of things a bird-loving hoarder would have. (laughs) So it's the same location. It's the same set, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Andrew Giles is the actor who portrays Ethan Duncan. Mm -hmm. They created continuity between, sorry, continuity. I always say that word wrong. (laughs) Okay. I heard somebody mispronounce enamel today on a podcast. (laughs) What did they say? He's like, is it enamel? Enamel. The best part of it was as he screwed it up a second time, they're like, it's an animal. One of the enamel. One of the guys. He's like, animal, enamel. They're like, it's enamel, right? Enamel. And then one of the guys goes, Jesus, man, your dad's a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always see continuity and say continuity every single time I see that word. Mm-hmm. I used to do the same thing with alias. I used to always say Elias because I had never heard it out loud right. until that TV show came out and I was like, Oh, <laughs> oh, alias. Okay. But I, my brain still wants to say Elias. And quinoa. <laughs> quinoa, quinoa, yeah. <laughs> we created continuity between the actor who portrays young Ethan and photographs and the Ethan of today by giving them the same glasses. <laughs> Very good. Andrew had the privilege of performing with fake bird poop smattered on his clothes. <laughs> and it's sticky, gross stuff, no, though not as gross as the real thing. <laughs> he was an incredible asset to add to the complex story unfolding in season two, and he really embodied the twisted and haunted clone creator they always envisioned. Oh. And that is all she wrote. I know this because she put her laptop on. <laughs> that was your signal. <laughs> That's oh. how I know when we're wrapping up, as they say in the lingo. Yep. What's our ta- count? <laughs> What's our tat count? Well, with the TV bit, it's five. Five. Mm-hmm. Four clones, and then the little tidbit that gave us with yeah. another, uh, with another, a, a very young, uh, uh, Tatiana, on loop in the background. Uh huh. But for the show's sake, four. Yes, for the show's sake, four. Mm-hmm. Sarah, Helena, Kasima, Allison. Yep. We did it. We did it. Have fun at Dragon Con, everyone. Yes. And while we're at Dragon Con, 
you should send us an email at cdoublepodcast at gmail.com with uh, suggestions or requests for something we should do post-Dragon Con. Corrections, too, if you must. You can follow us on Twitter, although I... Unless Steph sees something that is tweet-worthy for... I tweet about the podcast every week. Yeah, but I'm thinking of Dragon Con. Oh, I will not probably post on the C Double Pod one. But you can follow. You, know, you, can you can do it follow online. us on at C Double Pod at Gmail or Twitter. Sorry, <laughs> C- at C Double Pod at, at on Twitter. <laughs> Twitter dot com <laughs> slash C Double Pod. You can follow Steph on her socials, which will probably be very active during con, uh, Dragon Con at Steph Plus Verb. Yeah, or if you want to see all the Black Widow set picks that I yeah, share that constantly. she's just doing all the time, you can follow me at Brad Barth on Twitter. I don't know why you would, though, but if you want to. Because it's fun. Yeah, you know, eventually I'll do something. <laughs> and I guess that brings us to this time when I say un- until next time. I'm Stephanie Kretz. And I'm Bradford Barth. Thank you for listening. Happy Dragon Con! Woo! Goodbye!